this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. I wonder what you're waiting for. Perhaps you're waiting for Christmas to come. You're waiting for relatives to arrive, family to arrive, waiting to check that you haven't forgotten anything. Like, have you forgotten the sprouts? And Christmas is over without the sprouts. I don't know what you're waiting for, but you know those two guys in the Bible, the guy and the girl that I talked about, Simeon and Anna, they were waiting for, they were waiting for God to arrive, really. But actually what Simeon was waiting for was he was waiting for comfort. Things weren't going well for him and they weren't going well for the nation. And he was waiting for God to arrive to bring comfort and support to the nation. Anna was waiting for forgiveness. The Bible says she was looking ahead for the redemption of Israel. So she was looking for God to come and to turn things around again. And I think a lot of people are waiting for Christmas to come. But actually we're waiting for more than Christmas. We're waiting for that comfort. We're waiting for redemption. We're waiting for something to happen to turn life around again. Maybe for some hope, some peace some love and some joy. What are you waiting for? Maybe it's one of these things that we've remembered as we've lit those candles. Maybe you are waiting for hope. Maybe you're waiting for peace or for love or for joy. But how are you waiting? Because Simeon and Anna were waiting, but they were really waiting expectant. They were like, if you're you're into football, they were like a striker that was on his toes, you know, waiting for the winger to cross the ball in so he could head it in. They were expectant. They were waiting. They were doing something. The Bible says they were moved by the Spirit to go into the temple. In other words, they did what they could do while they were waiting for what only God could do, which was to arrive. So maybe you're waiting for something. What are you doing about that? Are you moved by the Spirit? Are you, are you doing something to, to position yourself in a situation where if God does arrive or when God arrives, you'll be ready? Are you waiting ready? Are you alert? And then when it does arrive, what you're waiting for, will you know it? Will you even recognize it? One of my favorite little Christmas stories is a story of many, many years ago uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, this couple had just Christmas Eve and they just got everything ready in their house. And there was a knock up that was sat down and they were watching old Christmas movies and listening to nostalgic Christmas music. And there was a knock on the door and they opened the door and there were a group of carol singers. And they said, look, I'm sorry, but we're, we're just not interested. And they shut the door. It was Bing Crosby and his family. And if you know who Bing Crosby was, he's the guy that sang White Christmas. So he, he didn't know this guy that actually, we listened to all this nostalgic music and one of, perhaps one of the greatest singers of Christmas songs knocked on his door to sing him carols and he missed it. And wouldn't it be tragic if like what we're waiting for, when it actually arrives, we miss it. We miss it. You know, all of Israel was waiting for God to act. They were waiting for God to arrive. They were waiting for the Messiah to come. And when he came, when Jesus came, most of them missed it. That's the tragedy. Most of them missed it. They were waiting for years for God to arrive, and when he came, most of them missed it. Some had different picture in their mind about what he would look like, and so they missed it. Some had grown cold and hard in the waiting, not like Simeon and Anna, who were warm and open and alert, but they'd grown cold and hard in the waiting. Some had got adjusted to the darkness, and they didn't even want the light that that God offered when he came. And some were just way too busy with life that they missed what they were really waiting for. I think we can all identify with that, can't we? But there were some, like Simeon and Anna, that when Jesus arrived, they weren't too busy, they weren't too hard, they weren't too cold, they were ready, they were waiting, and the arrival had come, 
and the waiting was over. And the Bible says that they embraced the baby in their arms. That's an amazing thing, isn't it? That when the arrival happens, you know, when the waiting is over, we're ready. What about you? What are you waiting for? How are you waiting? And will you miss it? Would you miss it? Might you miss it if it were to arrive? Here's a thought. Could Jesus be someone that could actually play a part in your life more than Christmas once a year or Easter twice a year, but actually every single day of the year? You know, we run something here called the Alpha Course. You may have seen billboards around it or posters or things. And it's, a, it's an eight-week kind of experience, really, where you come along on a Monday night and we give you a free meal. We give you food, a little presentation about the Christian faith. And then you just discuss and ask questions, loads of questions, whatever questions you want. And there's loads of people that have been on that Alpha Course in this church and in many other churches across the country in the last few years. And they've come asking all kinds of questions. But as they've explored and investigated, they've discovered that Jesus is actually more than just nostalgia for Christmas. But actually, he's the Son of God. He is the arrival. He's the person. He's the person that we're all really deep down been waiting for. So you could, you could check that out yourself. Talk to what a friend or a family member that's part of this church. And we're starting a course again in January. We'd love you to be a part of that. But you know, in a few hours, we're going to welcome Christmas Day. And then in a few hours after that, Christmas Day is going to be finished. And uh, you're going to start to pack it all up. And you're going to think, what was all that about, aren't you? You know, and all the big build-up to that arrival. And you think, is this really what we were waiting for? Just, just have a think about Christmas night reflecting back and listen to some words um, from a book that I read recently. It says this, it's Christmas night. In a few hours, the cleanup will begin. Lights will come down. Trees will be thrown out. Size 12 will be exchanged for size 14. Eggnog will be on sale for half price. Soon life will be normal again. December's, December's generosity will become January's payment and the magic will begin to fade. But for the moment, the magic is still in the air. Maybe that's why I'm still awake. I want to savour the spirit just a little bit more. I want to pray that those who beheld him today will look for him next August. And I can't help but linger on one fanciful thought. If he can do so much with such timid prayers, lamely offered in December, how much could he do if we thought of him every single day?